welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. This morning, he says that the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Every dead situation, when his word comes, it revives it. You want to ask the Lord this morning, that Father, Lord, speak a word into my heart, a word into my spirit. Father Lord, speak your word into our hearts this morning. May we not leave here the same, oh God. Father, may we have an encounter with you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for your word. We thank you, oh God, for your presence in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. And so, Father in heaven, we give you thanks this morning. We give you praise, oh God. Father, Lord, I ask, oh God, for strength this morning. I ask for your grace. I hide behind your veil. I ask, oh God, that the meditations of my heart and, Father, my words be acceptable in your sight this morning. He asks, oh God, that, Father, you speak a word to your people. And that, Father, your people will leave here knowing that you have spoken into their lives. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, I want to share a word with us. Um, to be honest, I struggled with a, a topic for the, for the sermon. Amen. So I just decided to go with have a word in your spirit. Tell your neighbor, have a word in your spirit. Tell the next person, have a word in your spirit. Now, we know the times we are in, amen, and everything feels dry, am I lying? Everything feels dry, it looks like everything feels dry, but then this morning, I just wanted to, last month, um, Dr. Roland took us through the essence of prayer, hallelujah, and when we realized that if you are not praying, it's like you are dying, amen, because he said that prayer is like breathing, and another aspect of that is I want us to go from, not just from the discipline of prayer, by the discipline of the word of God. Amen. If you are going to survive in the season ahead, tell your neighbor you need a word in your spirit. If you are going to survive the times ahead, you need a word in your spirit. And I'm not talking about just the ability to maybe quote scriptures, no. But tell your neighbor you need a word in your spirit. So that you don't die of thirst. So that you don't die of drought. So that what is going on around you does not affect you. You need a word in your spirit. Amen. Let's go to the book of John chapter 4. I'll be reading from the verse 7. It's a very popular scripture. Please give me the New King James. Amen. John chapter 4 verse 7. The Bible says that a woman of Samaria came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. 
Let's just continue. Then Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gifts of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Somebody say living water. Please let's continue. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Then Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Verse 14. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Say you will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. Please let's stay on the 14. This is what I want us to dwell in. Jesus told the lady, he said that, but the water that I will give him will become in him a fountain of water. Do you know what a fountain is? Um, you see those springs of water that it comes from the ground and it is doing drama in the air. Hallelujah. <laughs> And that's a natural spring of water. That's a fountain, right? And Jesus is saying that the water that I will give you, it's a fountain. A fountain never runs dry. Hallelujah. It is always flowing. And he's saying that it will be a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. This morning, I just want us to know that the word of God is a fountain. Amen. If you drink from the word, you will never thirst again. Hallelujah the times ahead and I'm not saying that oh it means that you should know the whole of the scripture no but you should know that and every time you're feeling dry every time you're feeling thirsty what you need is the word of God hallelujah anytime that you're feeling dry anytime you're feeling thirsty what you need is the word of God amen the Bible says in, let's go to John chapter 6 verse 63 the Bible says that it is a spirit who gives life say the spirit gives me life and it says that the words that I, the Lord, will speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Say they are spirit and they are life. God is saying in his word that the word I speak to you, the words I have written in the Bible, the words that I have spoken to you from time began, he says that they are spirit and they are life. Amen. So it means that if you are not drinking from that word, if you are not feeding on that word, then you are dying. Amen. He says that the word I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. God didn't write the Bible for fun. Amen. Tell your neighbor, he wrote it for you. He wrote the scriptures for us. And so there's a need for us to understand that if you are not drinking from the word, you are dying. Literally, that's all I wanted to say this morning. Amen. So let's go to why you need to have a word in your spirit. Amen. I have five points. Um, I'll be like David. We'll close very early. Amen. Okay. And first is I say that the word of God is life. Amen. Why you need to have the word of God. Tell your neighbor the word is life. The beginning part of the scripture says that it is the spirit who gives life and the flesh profits nothing. Tell your neighbor the flesh profits nothing. I remember, um, I think it was over the week and you know sometimes like over the week when I heard that oh, the dollar has hit 12 cities, right? And then I'm sure all of us, we saw all the memes that came. Like for a while you laugh about it, or for a while you be angry, or for a while you be like, okay, that's it. But after that has happened, did it change the situation? After that has happened, you see that then you go from, oh, Nanado is not doing well. 
then you go for, hey, I shouldn't have said that out loud. You go from like, oh, the government is not doing well. Sorry, I take back my words. The government is not doing well and things are getting hard. Then you start complaining, then you start complaining. But then that is you just feeding your flesh with worry and anxiety. Hallelujah. But what does God's word say to you? He said that the silver and the gold are mine, saith the Lord. Now, if you feed on that, that God is saying that, he said that I will provide for you. I am Jehovah Jireh, I'm, I'm your provider. If you feed on the word of God, that says that what? When others say there's a casting down, you shall say what? There is a lifting up. Now, if you understand that the word is life to you, you make sure that anything that seems to anything that seems to derail you, you push it aside and you say that I hold on to your word instead. Amen. That is what we need to do in our day and time. The Bible says that the storm will come. The storm will come. But if you don't build your life on the word, the storm will overtake you. Amen. That is what I want us to understand this morning. That it is the word that brings life. The flesh profited nothing. You can find you are feeling tired. The Bible says that what? The joy of the Lord is your strength. It doesn't say that the joy of alcohol is your strength. It doesn't say Netflix and chill is your strength. Hallelujah. If you are feeling down, what is your strength? The Lord. Hallelujah. There are some of us, the reason why I'm dwelling on the flesh, prophet and not, because the devil, he's very smart. He has a way, you see, that time you used to pray yourself out of what you are going through, you spend it watching series, you watch House of Dragons, and ah, before you realize, you are even more depressed than, the, than how you were feeling. Amen. The flesh profits nothing. Tell your neighbor, the flesh profits nothing. See, life is spiritual. We are spiritual. There's nothing you can confess. I used to get offended people telling me that you are too spiritual, but now I've accepted it with my spirit. Amen. Because life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. I'd rather feed on what will feed me and what will give me strength. I'm not saying don't watch movies. I like watching movies, honestly. But I make sure that I don't watch movies more than the time I spend in the world. Tell your neighbor, have a balance. Have a balance. It's good. Sometimes you need to relax. You can go on YouTube. You can read your books and stuff. But just make sure that you are in the Word. Tell anybody you are in the Word. As much as you are watching the movies, as much as you are watching the YouTube, make sure you are in the Word. Amen. The second point I want to note is that the Word is a fountain. Tell anybody the Word is a fountain. It never runs dry. Now, the, the reason, please let's go to John um, 4, I think the verse 14. When I said it's a fountain springing up, thank you. When I got to the scripture, uh, the Holy Spirit reminded me of the prophets and the widow, prophets Elisha and the widow. Now, you remember that um, this woman did not have a child, right? And prophet Elisha prophesied to her, and then she had a child. And then now, the child dies, okay? And what the, the Bible tells us what this woman did. The Bible says that she, she gathers herself up. And even on her way, she doesn't tell her husband, amen. And she meets um, Gehazi on the way. Gehazi asked this lady that, oh, what is wrong? Why come to see the prophet? The Bible says that she told the man, um, she told Gehazi that what, it is well, amen. And God was telling me that the woman had a word in her spirit, amen. It was a fountain. She knew that this is the person who spoke and gave me, and, and through him the child came. And so I know that if I go to him, this child is going to be resurrected back to life. When it came to a tough situation, she went back to the one who promised her. Amen. That's what I mean by the word is a fountain. That when it comes to a tough situation, you go back to your source. Amen. A fountain is a source. That's what I mean. That the word is your source. Tell anybody the word is your source. 
Because God can give you a promise and sometimes you are holding the promise and it's not looking like the promise. But the thing that will remind you that God is faithful is going back to the one who gave you the word. Amen. I don't know what the Lord has told you. I don't know what he has said to you in your spirit. But sometimes, man, look, the reason why you're taking your eyes off it, you've forgotten the source of the one who gave you the word. But this when I came to tell you that the word is your source. Amen. If things are not looking the way he said it, go back to him and say that, Father, you said in your word, this is what you say. And so I am holding on to your word. Hallelujah. And about the word being a fountain. That brings us to the fact that, so ask your neighbor, what are you drinking from? Amen. If you're not drinking from the word, what are you drinking from? Some of us are drinking from uh, the, 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 the people around us, what they are saying. Some of us are drinking from, from the things we see on the internet. Some of us are drinking from other things. But this morning, tell yourself, I would drink from the word. I would drink from the fountain. Amen. Let's go to the next point. The third thing is the word never fails. Tell me about the word never fails. The reason why you need to have the word in your spirit is the word never fails. What's happened politicians told us in this Ghana? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Politicians will fail. They'll tell you that oh, we will revive the city. The city is running away. Amen. Against the dollar. Hallelujah. That boy who told you that he'll marry you, didn't he fail? The arm of flesh will fail. People will fail you. But tell your neighbor, the word will never fail you. And the reason why the word will never fail you is not because it's not because it's just the word, but because even the word itself says that word. God says that I will watch over my word to perform it. Hallelujah. And I want to go to the scripture so it don't look like it's just things I'm saying. Let's go to the book of Joshua chapter 21, verse 45. I want to show you scriptures that show that the word. So this is Joshua. He says that not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel all came to pass some say all came to pass every single word God told the people of Israel came to pass that's Joshua's testimony and I want to pray over your life that every word the Lord has spoken over your life it will come to pass in Jesus name every single word will come to pass he said I have exalted my word what above my name do you understand what that means it means that he's bound by his word and God is saying that if I have said it in my word to you it will come to pass. Tell anybody it will come to pass. But the only way it will come to pass is if you hold on to that word in your spirit. Amen. Caleb had a word in his spirit. 40 years ago, Moses told them that you people, I'm giving you this side of the mountain. After 40 years, he came back and he told us, like, see, God promised me this mountain. I said, but what mountain has God promised you? But Caleb had that word in his spirit for 40 years. He was holding on. Even when he was 80, he was like, I still have that strength to possess that mountain. Amen. Every word God has given you, tell your neighbor, it will come to pass. You have to believe that it won't fail and you have to hold on to it. God will not hold on to the word for you. Are you with me? God will not hold on to the word for you. He, he has said it and he will do it. But if you don't stay in faith, if you don't hold on to the word, then the word will not manifest in your life. Amen. I want to continue. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 41 verse 21. one of my favorite scriptures says that present your case says the Lord bring forth your strong reasons says the king of Jacob hallelujah I want to just make this point that when we are praying right to anybody pray based on the word of God be 
Because his words, he said, I present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons. The only strong, the only thing that moves God is his word. Hallelujah. Your crying does not move God. Your memory does not move God. Your complaining does not move God. Hallelujah. The only thing that moves in his word, because his word, he is bound by it. He said, I've exalted my word above my name. And so when I'm going to God in prayer, when I'm going to God in prayer, so right now you need, there's a situation you want, you need the healing of God. When you go to God in prayer, you said, the Father, and your word says that by your stripes I am healed. And so I stand on authority of that word and I, and I receive my healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. When you go to him, you say that present your case. You don't present yourself. Our righteousness is like what? Filthy right? from amen what you can present is his word hallelujah what moves god is his word talking about what moves god is his word because his word cannot fail he's bound by it so it's like hey, if my daughter is she's quote it's like yeah quoting god's word back at him what can he do amen it's like your lecturer yeah he, he said something in his book then now he came to his lecturing and then he said something different you just go with the book like oh lecture but this is what you what you said amen and that is how god wants us to live Let's go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12. I'm intentionally giving you all the scriptures because I want you to write them down. And I want you to hold on to them that the words, God, because in the times ahead, I don't know, but I really want you to know that you need to have a word in your spirit. You need to believe the word of God. Amen. The Bible says that, then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Tell about God is ready to perform his word. That is how eager God is to perform his word. So the things he's telling in the Bible that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that he has made you the head and not the tail, that he has exalted you, it is not for fun. Tell anybody, it's not for fun. He wants to perform it in your life. Amen. And so you need to hold on to that word. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Isaiah 43 verse 26. That will be my last scripture on this point. God says that puts me in remembrance. Tell anybody, put God in remembrance. He said that puts me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. Hallelujah. God is saying that puts me in remembrance. I think that's what Caleb did. He went back and was like, God, you give me this mountain. So I'm reminding you. Tell anybody, sometimes remind God. And you remind him by the word. Hallelujah. He says, state your case. What is your case? The word of God. Amen. That is what moves him. So you go back to him and you state your case. Father, you said affliction shall not occur a second time. If you are going through a cycle too many times, say, Father, your word says affliction shall not occur a second time. That is you what? Stating your case. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to the fourth point. Hey, my time is running. The word is a sustainer. Tell you anybody, the word is a sustainer. We are sustained by the word. Amen. When Jesus was being tempted by the devil, I think, let's go to Matthew 4, I believe. He says that the words and, and every, the, what, what did Jesus Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, hallelujah, but by words, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's what sustains us. Yes. But he, thank you, Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. And one thing you need to understand is, first I said the word, the word is water, right? It's life, it's a spring. And here too, God is telling us the word is bread. The way you cannot live without food and drink, hallelujah. The word is, is both water and bread. You understand? Like it's food and water. So you really cannot do without it, amen. You can try and live without water for, I don't know how many days, Dr. Roland, I don't know. 
and food for some couple of days. But to live without both for a long time, then you are dying. Amen. And so when I say the word is a sustainer, if you don't drink from the word, if you don't feed on the word, you will run out. Are you with me? If you don't, it's like see the word as food and water every day that you have to use to feed your spirit before you move out. Amen. That's the reason I'm very greedy with the word because I see it as both food and water. Amen. I'm very greedy with the word. And talking about greedy with the word, not necessarily just the scriptures, but so for example, even like if the man of God is preaching, I remember um, when Pastor was talking about last week, when he said that God is the impossibility specialist, hallelujah. Sometimes that's the only word you have in your spirit. You know that word is based on Matthew chapter 19, verse 20 says, that's what, with God all things are possible. So you hold on, sometimes you, it's not even just like the scripture, just hold on to a catchphrase, a rema that a man of God has received and has given to you, amen. That is what you hold on to. As long as you know that that word is based on the word of God, you hold on to that in your spirit and it sustains you. Amen. I don't know if you guys remember, was it 2019, going into 2020, the crossover, that we had to move back here. And I remember that pastor said, oh, his someone had changed. And then he gave us this word, I'll never forget. It was Ephesians 6 verse 10. And he said that in the coming here, this is the word that will hold us. And he said, that the word says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. How many of us remember that? Because that very next year, COVID happened. Amen. And if I tell you that there were things that happened to me in that year, 2020, and every time I just went back to that word, I'd be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That's what I mean by the word is a sustainer. So when a man of God comes here on Sunday and preaches God's word, you have to hold on to that word for the week. Amen. Because that is what will sustain you. Tell your neighbor, that is what will sustain you. When crossover, a theme is declared, you hold on to that word because, so throughout the year, fine, other things are going on, but you hold on to the word that's a year of increase. And so you hold on to that word and run with it throughout the year. Are you with me? It is the word that sustains you. Hallelujah. And then the final one, but why you need to have the word of God? Tell your neighbor, the word of God is true. The word of God is true. I cannot emphasize this enough. Please let's go to John chapter 14, verse 6. The Bible says that, And Jesus said to him that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. For Jesus to say I am the truth. Then in John chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible makes us understand that Jesus said that word. And the, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, hallelujah, and the word was with God and the word was God. And then when you go to the verse 14, the Bible says that, and the word became more flesh and dwelt among us, that's Jesus. So Jesus saying, I am the truth, means that the word is true. And what I want, to, I want us to understand about the word being true is that every other thing that is not in the word is a lie. Hallelujah. Every other thing that is not in the word is a lie. But how will you know the truth? How will the truth set you free? If you don't know what's written, amen. When the devil went to Eve, we went to us like, did God say? If Eve really knew what God had said, she would not have listened to the devil. Hallelujah. Sometimes the reason why we make mistakes, the reason why we fall into sin, the reason why we fall into other things, because we don't know what God has said. Amen. So we accept the lie of the enemy. But today I pray that your eyes will be opened every time you read the word of God. And when the enemy presents a lie to you, you will face it with the truth of the word. Amen. When the enemy tries to tell you that you are not important, you tell that God says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. When the enemy tries to tell you anything negative, you stand back on the word and you drive the enemy away. Hallelujah. That is how you live a victorious Christian life. Amen. 
when you know that the word is true, you don't accept any lie from the devil. When you know that the word is true, you don't accept any lie from the devil. Amen. So tell anybody the word is true. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Because if you don't know the word, the enemy will feed you with lies. Hallelujah. If you don't know the word, the enemy will feed you with lies. That is why we need to study the word of God. Amen. The Bible says that for the word of God is living and it's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. I want to focus on the last part. I say that. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hallelujah. I love that last part because, you know, sometimes you feel like you can't read people. The only way I'm able to tell whether someone is genuine is by the word of God. The Bible says that the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You cannot see someone's heart. You cannot see someone's intention. But I'm telling you that when you feed on the word so much, the Holy Spirit begins to, sometimes something will happen and then God will bring a scripture to you and realize that this is not it. Amen. The only way you can have an advantage and know when a lie is being presented to you. Because the Bible says that the word casts through everything. So nothing can cover. And he says that it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So it's the word of God that will make you see through the lie of the enemy. Hallelujah. So I need us to get to that point where you will drink from the, from the fountain of the word like your life depended on it. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Am I talking too fast? Okay. <laughs> Amen. So I want to continue. Um, hey, why is my thing going off? Messy. Amen. Now let's go to how to have the word in your spirit. Amen. I've talked about why you should have the word. Let's go to how to have the word in your spirit. I don't have time, so I'll just do only one. And then we'll spend time praying. Amen. The, fact, the way to have the word in your spirit, meditate on the word. Tell anybody, meditate on the word. Tell the next person, meditate on the word. Please give me Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It's a very popular scripture. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. In fact, before I even go into Joshua, let me say this. It's not that... Um, there's some of us here, if you have been very honest with ourselves, you can still remember your index number from SHS. Now, some of us, you finished school maybe 10 years ago, but you can still remember your index number. But for some reason, for some reason... You don't want to remember a scripture from the word of God. There are some of us, if, I don't know who's, who's treading on, when Black Sheriff released a song, you spent one night, you learned all the lyrics in the song. You knew all the words in the song. But for some reason, sorry, I'm not throwing shade, amen. But for some reason, amen. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason. I remember one day someone came to me and was like, oh, you is because you do law. That's why you can memorize. I was like, it has nothing to do with it. And I asked the same person, I was like, sing the song from A to Z. The person could sing it. If you value something, you will learn it. Hallelujah. When you wanted that girl's number, even though you didn't have a phone or pen, when she said it, you recorded it straight in your head. And up to now, even though she has broken your heart, you still remember the number. Hallelujah. That is how, no, I'm, I'm bringing, a, I'm making it practical so that you don't have an excuse. But you don't have an excuse. 
We have too many excuses. Oh, that's this is why I, you don't have an excuse. Amen. If you can remember those things, things that you even learned years ago, how much more the word of God that is life. Hallelujah. How much more the word of God that sustains you. How much more the word of God that is true. How much more the word of God that never fails. Hallelujah. Those things you held on to failed. How much more the word of God? Why won't you hold on to the word of God? Amen. The Bible says that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Tell me about don't let the word depart from your mouth. But it says that but you shall meditate on it day and night. Somebody shout day and night. Sorry. That you may observe to do according to all that is written. Tell me about observe. Do according to all that is written. And the Bible says that for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Hallelujah. The Bible says that don't let the word of God depart from your mouth. You know, it says like never let it depart. It's not saying that on Sundays when you remember the word of God. It says that what? Day and what? Night. Literally the way, sometimes what I do is if I'm about to drink water and I remember that, okay, maybe there's a scripture to learn. That's how I started. Because the day it hits me that my life literally depends on the word of God. And it says that day and night, meditate on it. Hallelujah. You can meditate on something somebody told you years ago, day and night. How much more the word of God. Hallelujah. It says meditate on it. And when the Bible says meditate on it, how do I put it? Not necessarily just memorizing it, but brooding on it until it becomes truth to you. I don't know. Does that make sense? So... If the Bible, if the if the word of God, um, if, if the word of God says that, but I have let's go to let's say Second Timothy one verse seven, but I have not given you the spirit of what timidity, but power, love, and sound mind. I remember when I when I was in uni, I think level two hundred, then I was made secretary. My very first announcement, you people might not believe this, but when I got there, I was shaking so much, like I was literally shaking like a leaf. They had to come and carry me very embarrassing <laughs> that's going to carry me from the stage hallelujah so I went back and I, I've always had a serious spirit of fear so I went home and my mom gave me the scripture and so for a long time every time I wake up I'm like for God you have not given me a spirit of fear you have not given me a spirit of fear you've not given me a spirit of timidity but of power love and a sound mind and every day I declare so that don't let it depart from your mouth never speak the word when I say meditate, I mean speak it. Speak it till it is in your spirit. Every time I wake up, I don't have a spirit of fear. I don't have a spirit of timidity. And that is what I kept saying it to myself till it became life to me. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, speak the word to yourself. God wrote it for you. So you speak it to yourself. You speak that very word to yourself. And that's how come now I can stand in front of you and look very confident. No, it is the word. Hallelujah and stand on authority of his word it is the word that changes us it is the word that transforms the word that gives us power so meditate on the word hallelujah meditate on the word when the enemy came at jesus when the devil wanted to tempt jesus everything he would tell him for words it is written if you don't know what is written how do you fight back if you don't know what is written, how do you fight back? That's the thing. Because me, sometimes maybe that day, pass this phone is off. You can't call him. 
you're in an accident or something you can't call at that time what do you speak what do you know about the covenant of life in the scriptures you're in the hospital maybe your wife is about to give birth you can't reach pastor do you know a scripture what do you know as Zion travels she brought forth do you have scriptures that you can speak over the life of your wife in the hospital hallelujah if you don't know the word you can't speak it amen the reason why we want you to know the word for yourself so that you can speak it when the time comes hallelujah when the time comes you know the word to speak but if you don't have anything you won't have anything to say you can't say for it is written amen you're not going to i'm not going to look for your bible hallelujah tell your neighbor speak the word he says that do not let this book of the lord depart from your mouth the way you can gossip for hours, Charlie, speak the word for hours, hallelujah. The way you can watch movies for hours, speak the word for hours, amen. The way you can even pray for hours, speak the word for hours, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, speak the word. Tell the next person, speak the word. You speak it until it becomes a reality. Maybe for some of us, you don't have the time to actually be studying the Bible for 30 minutes. But sometimes, even sermons, on your way, you listen to the sermon. Maybe the man of God will quote some scripture or say something. You hold on to it. Hallelujah. Even books. Sometimes, nowadays, there's really no time. So, if last week, Pastor announced two of his books, Prophetic Manifestation and Seize the Moment. How many of us have those books? Raise your hand. Thank you. God bless you, those who have it. Please, let's go and buy it today. Amen. But you take that book and there's scriptures in there. So what I do is when I'm reading a book, I just circle some of the scriptures. Because sometimes maybe you don't have time to actually read the Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation. Hallelujah. But there are scriptures in there. You circle them. You hold on to it. And you speak it. You speak it till it becomes a part of you. Amen. You can, you can use books. You can listen to sermons. But just make sure that you surround yourself with the word of God. Hallelujah. Make sure you have a word in your spirit. You never have a word in your spirit. Have a word in your spirit. Have a word in your spirit. Last week, I remember when um, Prophet Laugh Papa was preaching. And then when he said that there are herbivores and there are carnivores and then there are, then there's Godivore. The thing entered me and I got up. Now the reason why I got up was because later on I was sitting there and I was like, you know, a goat will never eat meat. Hallelujah. A lion will never eat herbs. Do you know that? And so when God says that you are a God before, when he says that you would, you would only feed on something, because a herbivore will never eat meat. So for example, let's say you're struggling with pornography. And you know that you are spirits. I'm a God before. I can't eat meat. This is prophesied nothing. Just that understanding that I am a God before, that I'm supposed to feed on the word. I, I cannot feed on things that are filth. Because, if, because you never see a goat eating meat hallelujah you never see a lion eating herbs so i hold on to that word and i'm like no i cannot feed on anything that will not work and i cannot feed on something that it's even impossible for me to feed on when that thing hits me that is it what i'm trying to say is sometimes right sometimes there's a revelation in the word that you it will just hit you and you hold on to and that's what will transform your life are you with me and so when, when pastor says that God is an impossibility specialist, you hold on to that word because it's based on the word of God that says that word. With God, nothing is impossible. So if in that moment you're in a situation, you just got a father, you said with you what? Nothing is what? Impossible. And you hold on to that word. Hallelujah. If you don't know what is written, you can't speak it. If you don't know what is written, you can't speak it. 
And I pray that you live here speaking the word of God every day. Hallelujah. You speak the word of God over your family. You speak the word of God over your business. You speak the word of God over your marriage. You speak the word of God over your career. What you speak will come to pass. Amen. Hey, my time is gone. Hallelujah. Shall we kindly rise to our feet? Amen. the Lord that Father give me the grace to drink from the fountain of your word give me the grace to meditate on your word day and night give me the grace to trust your word above everything Father Lord I pray that you wake up a good appetite for the word Father may we have a word from you in our spirit to run with every day, every second. Father, may we drink from the fountain of your word day in and day out. We will not walk around malnourished because we will be filled with the word. The word of Christ will dwell in us richly. We believe your word that Father, even as the storms come, our eyes will not be on the storm. Just as you told Peter, come and he came. Father, we will walk on the word. We will literally walk on the word in this season. May we believe that what you have said in your word is true. song is coming to me but I can't sing it so if Chris can help me I don't know that song
message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.